right, guys. Welcome. And uh, first of all, just want to say this is the very first episode of uh, what we're going to do. It's it, it, We're going to do some specials is what we're going to call them. So this is the very first Sean special, uh, as I'm going to call it. Um, but sometimes Brandon and I aren't together and yet some big things happen like what happened this past week this past week in the nfl and brandon and i aren't able to get together to do a full episode so we just want to talk about something and so this is the first one that i'm going to be doing Uh, in the future i'm going to be doing more and brandon's also going to be doing some as well as we grow this so welcome and uh so the big news obviously this week that i wanted to talk about would be the beloved Joe Burrow going down. We have got a man down, and uh, it is not good. Um, So I just want to kind of recap it a little bit. I'm sure all of you have heard um, and got texts from many people texting me a lot of times. In my sphere, I'm essentially the only bangle um, in my sphere. So I got a lot of text messages over the weekend asking my thoughts and, and things like that. And actually a lot of sorries as well. <laughs> and that sucks. And so, um, first, so I was watching the game just to kind of recap where I was at and what it, what it looked like for me. I was watching the game, and I was actually quite impressed um, for whoever was watching the game. It was pretty easy to tell that we were in control of that game. There was a point in time, at, actually at halftime, we should have been up 24-7, to but we had some missed field goals. Joe Barrow fumbled, uh, fumbled the ball at the goal line when he got rocked by Chase Young, and uh, we also missed some extra points. I believe we only missed one, but maybe two. Um, but we should have been up 24-7 to in, early in that game, and... So I was pretty impressed with how we were moving the ball. And one of the key things also with that was that Joe Barrow was not really rushed in that game. He got he did not get sacked at all while he was in there. We'll get to what happened after he went down. But uh, then there was a play when he went and threw a deep ball to the right side of the field. And um, I forget, I think it was Sweat, Marcus Sweat. And, uh, oh, I forget the other guy's name, but anyway, uh, one hit him in the front of the knee and one landed on his back. So as you can see, um, if you watch the video, um, essentially he went and bent forward. His knee went 90 90 degrees, but in the opposite direction that it should. And, uh, so when I watched it, I was watching the play and I saw an incomplete pass and then. The very next shot was just Joe Burrow laying on the ground, holding his knee. And um, yeah, at that moment is when Cheryl was sitting with me. And I think, I'm not sure if Olivia was with us at that point, but I just put my hand on my head and just said, oh no, and wasn't sure. Um, I immediately felt that something was wrong and thought that it was going to be severe. Reason being is because he wasn't moving his lower body at all until the doctors got to him. He was in an uncomfortable position where when he landed, he had his left leg kind of bent over. Like if you're laying down trying to crack your back, um, he had his left leg bent over and uh, did not come back into a regular laying position until the doctors came over. So when I saw that, um, it was not good. 
and uh, they wouldn't show the replay. Um, so immediately I went online looking at replays of it and trying to figure out how bad it was, even though they came back from commercial break saying that it looked nasty. So they weren't going to show the replay. Um, I had to do it and I did it and uh, it did look nasty. So if you don't have a good stomach, don't look it up. Um, but I did want to, so it's it, it, obviously, so that's a recap there. It's really unfortunate. So as a Bengals fan, obviously I'm, um, pretty upset. Um, it really feels like our season has went down the drain. Um, I looked forward, this is the first year in a while that I looked forward every week to watching the Bengals, um, play and actually hopeful that we could pull out wins. Um, we did not look good after he went down. Um, I think our backup Finley, he did nothing. Our, our offense came to a standstill. He got sacked four times, I believe. I think he got sacked a fifth time late in the game, but it was more of that sort of garbage time sack. But four times legitimately, they just beat him up, and he was not able to get the ball out of his hands as well as Burrow. So it doesn't look good for the rest of the Bengals' year. I wouldn't be surprised if we finished a year with two victories or maybe even three but right now we currently have two, so I'm not anticipating winning a whole lot of games this year. Get a good draft pick and build this team a little bit. Not saying we're tanking, but that's kind of what it looks like right now, whether we like it or not. Don't know if Zach Taylor's going to be back next year because after that he's going to finish two seasons as a head coach in the NFL with only four wins maybe. And um, so that's not going to look good on his record. Uh, I don't know that he's coming back, although I do like Zach Taylor. It's unfortunate about Joe Burrow. I wanted to break down a little bit about him. For those who have not watched him play, it's hard to really understand how great of a season he was having. Um, so I wanted to kind of break it down a little bit. Um, so I did some projections as far as what he was projected to get, not projected, sorry, on pace to get um, throughout the remainder of the year. He was on pace for 646 attempts and 422 completions that would have led the nfl um in 2019 so last year both of those numbers would have led the nfl um and uh, i was breaking this down uh 65 completion percentage which isn't incredible but it's it's great for a rookie usually you see that number come down um you know we had that would have been roughly 10th in the nfl last year um, obviously you have some guys who are out of this world, like Drew Brees, who throws for 70% completion percentage every year, but Joe Burrow would have had 65% completion percentage, uh, 4,300 yards. Um, again, going back to last year, he would have been sixth in passing in 2019 last year, had he finished the year. Uh, or had he played last year the way he was this year. And I'm just giving you that idea to, to give a full year. Um, this year is a little bit different. It feels like every year the, the yards go up. But just to give you some reference to how good of a year he's actually having. Um, if you look at his touchdowns and interceptions, his interception rate was incredibly low. So an interception rate, um, just to explain the stat a little bit, is the percentage of times you were intercepted compared to the amount of attempts you have so you know you take the um 
you know, the amount of interceptions you have divided by the attempts. Um, and this year he was ranked fifth in the NFL and how well he was doing in that. That was behind only Pat Mahomes, Drew Brees, Derek Carr, and Aaron Rodgers. So three of those four guys that were in front of him are arguably the safest quarterbacks as far as when you put the ball in their hand, you can trust that they're not going to turn it over. And Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, and Pat Mahomes. Um, Derek Carr's having an outstanding season. But that's some good company to be with there in regards to how well he took care of the ball. Um, he did have some fumble issues. Um, that's something that will be learned as he grows um, and as he ages. Um, he'll learn to get better at that. Regarding his touchdowns and interceptions, he only had, he was only on pace for 21 touch touchdowns, which is not a huge number. Um, so that doesn't look all glamorous and whatnot. Um, but the thing about Joe Burrow is that he's always completing passes. Um, if you watch the Bengals play, as I have, the frustration, but yet a good thing with them, is that they have no problem moving the ball when they have Joe Burrow at the helm. I don't know what their rank is offensively this year, but I assume they're probably top 10. Maybe a little bit lower because our running game has not been good. Joe Burrow is second in the league in first downs as it stands right now. Um, yet he is, I think, 16th in the NFL in touchdowns. So he's moving the ball. He's picking up first downs when we need to, and he's getting the ball downfield. The problem is as we get down to the goal line, we can't finish drives in the red zone. And we just can't punch that ball into the end zone. So that's the problem, but it's incredibly impressive that he's leading or close to leading the NFL on first downs in his rookie year. Um, so I've just been incredibly impressed with him. Um, and that's why it's so unfortunate to see a season that would have been so incredible um, had he finished come to an end. Um, sacked 51 times. That's the unfortunate part as well. Um, but nonetheless, it's over. And his season's over, as he um, tweeted. And as we know now, um, with more information from the we did the day of, um, his season's over. He said, I'll see you next year. Um, but pretty much his the details of his injury, he tore his ACL, his MCL, and then he has many other, from what I'm reading, many other other damages to his knee, cartilage, things like that. Um, and it's not good. So there's some articles that are out there that say Joe Burrow is, that they were the Bengals were encouraged by his MRI. Um, whatever that means, I'm not sure. I think, I think what they mean by that is that there was no fracture. Um, if you saw the... the uh, the play it looks like there very easily could have been a fracture um, when you have a knee that's turns like a c in the opposite direction um, there was no fracture it was all ligament and cartilage damage um, which i guess is maybe why they were encouraged as you know sometimes fractures can take a little bit to recover and it's a whole different ball game than just ligament damage um, but it was the acl and mcl as well as some others um, that being said it's normally a nine to twelve month recovery for a player to go through this. Um, Deshaun Watson went through this in his rookie year. The other player that they're saying is the most, uh, this is the most similar to is Carson Wentz when he tore, I think he tore both his MCL and ACL as well. Um, he was not able to come back 
at the beginning of the following year. And that's what we're starting to hear now with Joe Burrow is um, a lot of Bengals fans like myself were hopeful. Okay, well, now that he's out for the year, let's just make sure he can start next year. Um, week one, um, it looks doubtful from what I'm reading. Um, Zach Taylor's not saying that. Zach Taylor just keeps on speaking that he's going to be ready week one, and that's what they're pushing for. I'm glad to hear that, but it looks doubtful. It's a nine to 12 month recovery period for this injury by itself. And uh, so it looks doubtful to me. Um, I would be surprised if he came back before a year from today. Um, so what that puts the Bengals is that even the rest of the, this year, they'll be without Joe Burrow, but it also puts them without him all the way until about week 10 or 11 of next year. Um, at that point in time, it goes to, well, it brings up the question, is it worth bringing him in if we only have five games left, we have no chance at the playoffs, which I'm assuming we won't, is it worth bringing Joe Burrow in at that point? my my inclination would say no um and to keep him out for the rest of the year to bar any other injury or to subside any other injury that could happen and start off fresh 2022 um is where i'm thinking we're all going here but we don't have all the news yet i'm sure that's going to continue to um come in as we talk so let's talk um that was all joe burrow um and in fact, this thing uh, it makes me love Joe Burrow. I loved Joe Burrow beforehand. And it uh, makes me love him even more to see him fight through this and to watch him fight through this. I'm really excited for him to come back and lead our team. Um, it's going to be pretty special one day when we hold the Vince Lombardi trophy with Joe Burrow at the helm. Um, I believe that's going to happen. I know a lot of you guys are laughing, but it's going to happen. Let's talk about the two guys. Um, so Ryan Finley obviously came in in the game, did not look good, 3 of 10, terrible, um, threw an interception, got sacked four times, um, so did not look good. Um, in the previous times that we've seen uh, Ryan Finley, he also has not looked good. His career completion percentage is 45%, which is just awful. He's never thrown for more than 16 completions in a game. He's never scored over 13 points in a game. He's never won a game. Um, he's never thrown for 200 yards. Um, he has just not been good. In the few games that he has played, he's been sacked two times, five times, four times, and four times. Um, and he played uh, last year three games, um, week 9, 10, and 11. So, or sorry, week 10, 11, and 12. And, uh, and then obviously we saw him yesterday or on Sunday. So I was not super hopeful. I still am not super hopeful. Um, but it sounds like from the reports I'm reading that Brandon Allen is going to be starting. Brandon Allen is a guy that, quite frankly, I had no idea who he is. I still have no idea who he is without doing some quick research here. Um, but he was the backup in Denver last year, and he actually started three games. So I did some research, Brandon Allen. He started uh, week 9, 11, and 12. That's three weeks in a row, except for they had a bye week on week 10. He came in and he played Cleveland, Minnesota, and Buffalo. Only won one game, one against Cleveland. He scored more times, uh, or more, more points leading a team. But his percentage is not great as well with uh, his completion percentage only being at 46%. Um, 
touchdown to TDs is three to two. Um, and he also got sacked a lot, three times, two times, four times. Um, and so I don't think we have too many viable options. There's people saying we should have kept Andy Dalton. I don't know. It's a pretty big contract to keep for a backup quarterback in my mind. Um, it would be awfully nice to have Andy Dalton, though, right now, um, considering where we're at with quarterback now, where we have Finley or Brandon Allen. Um, but I guess we're going to see what Brandon Allen brings to the table. This is where we're at right now. So, um, yeah, those are my thoughts on Joe Burrow going down. It is incredibly unfortunate. Um, I feel like the hope for the future of this season and pushing and winning more games last year and all of those, all of that hope kind of got taken out from under us and uh, it's unfortunate. So we'll continue to watch the rest of the year and I'll be keeping track of Joe Burrow's recovery and seeing how it's all going. And uh, so thanks for tuning in and uh, listening to this special. And uh, hopefully we get to do more of these. This was supposed to be shorter. Our specials are going to try and stay around five to 10 minutes, maybe 12 minutes. I'm going 18 minutes here now. Um, That's not my goal, Um, but a lot to talk about today. So anyway, I hope you guys all have a great thanksgiving holiday with your friends and family um that you guys would be blessed and uh yeah thanks for tuning in and listening